0: This episode is brought to you by Lipsyn. Planning to start a podcast? Look no further than Lipsyn. Lipsyn is one of the biggest feature-rich podcast hosting platforms in the world. Lipsyn is IAB certified, offers many hosting plans, and you can start for as low as $5 a month. Aspiring podcasters who listen to the show radio can get one month free by using the promo code TSR. Use promo code TSR at checkout to get one month free. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Show Radio. My name is Andrew, and Happy New Year. I uh, definitely wanted to say Happy New Year. Hope every dream and goal you have this year will come true. So, wanted to share that. In this episode, I am talking about Hall Effects, the future of controllers with Aaron, Aaron shack 64 on YouTube. And we talk about Hall Effects and our experiences and from an educational standpoint and from the field testing standpoint as well hope you enjoyed this episode yeah so so we're we're recording now so yeah so we've been talking about hall effects for the last couple of years at this point i feel like the last 2 years we we were excited for the technology you know aaron you've been you know really testing out different controllers when it comes to the hall effects i've been talking about it from the educational standpoint um then we had Victrix release uh, the Pro BFG for PlayStation, which was a very interesting controller, right? Because mm-hmm. one of the things that we saw, it it looked very similar to the C40 by Astro, right? Yeah. Which I know you had a lot of challenges with, even though we're trying different things with it. Or, But uh, but now we're at a place where you're using controls that have Hall Effects. So talk about your experiences and we'll just talk about, you know, some of the things that we're expecting this year.
1: Yeah, I think my first foray into Hall Effects was with the King Kong Pro Two, uh, which is a PC and Nintendo Switch controller, but it has like the feel of an Xbox controller, um, and the design and stuff like that. Um, and I never had a single issue with it. Um we played a lot of different games from shooters to Zelda. And nothing's given up on me. There's not been a stick drift. And that's something I've noticed with other controllers. The, you know, you can wear down those potentiometers really quickly if you're doing a lot of, you know, fast action gaming. Even if you're not being rough with the controller, you're just playing shooters or fighting games, you know, things that require you to have precise control with those sticks. And, and sometimes you're flicking them quick and fast and stuff like that. Um, Then I moved on to the 8 bit do Ultimate Bluetooth controller, which is another, you know, Switch PC controller, which also has Hall Effect joysticks. And I'm pretty much, that is my criteria. If I'm going to buy a new controller, that's the number one spot on the checklist is, is this something that's durable and useful to me in the long term? And then the most recent one, which I think might have the most mileage on it at this point, Just because I I play it and I use it so much, was the GameSir G7 SE, and this is a wired controller, um, but it works with Xbox and PC, so it's got some versatility there, where it bridges a different gap. Where whereas I don't really have anything for my PlayStation at the moment, uh, that's Hall Effects, but the G7 SE also has Hall Effects sticks and triggers. And uh, it's wired, but I mean, it's a a lengthy wired controller. It's got the paddles on the back. All of these controllers come with apps that allow you to mess with the button mapping and tweak things. And, you know, you can have hair triggers on this one, which you you tweak that through the app. It doesn't actually change how hard you pull the trigger. It it rather changes. When does it detect that you've pulled the trigger at point one? you know percent of a a trigger pull or is it like a full trigger pull so kind of interesting stuff
0: yeah i mean it's really good stuff like one of the things that we wanted to do even by way of education is talk about you know a hall effect you know i did a video a hall effect explained which you know essentially gives you an overview of what this technology means for us right and then even when you look at micro switches in the mouse that we use you know Mm -hmm. And we also see, you know, the technology going to, you know, the triggers, as you mentioned. Then we had Razer drop the controller that they dropped, which was interesting, which was interesting. You know, some people, you know, loved it. Some people weren't necessarily a fan, but then we had Turtle Beach drop the Stealth Ultra wireless controller, right? <laughs> yeah. That was interesting. You know, I did a video on that. And um, I was surprised at the response of the video. It was mostly, you know, positive. But the thing is, it's like at this stage in the game, man, it's like if you're making a controller in 2024, like you were saying before, mm-hmm. and you do not have the hall effect as a baseline tech and the controller, you're not making any money this year. I think at this point we could say that very confidently. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that, so even with that, we saw, you know, I think we were talking about this, you know, a while ago where I was actually trying to figure out what the point was when Victrix announced the pro BFG for the PlayStation, um, you know, folks, right. Where we it's like, okay, this is a great controller. I mean, it's, it's a tech that, you know, we're, we're, we appreciate it because we know Victrix make great controllers, right? Because we we saw the Gambit. We're like, oh, that's dope. Then the Absolutely. Pro BFG came out for PlayStation. We're like, whoa, okay, this is, this is exciting. But we didn't even realize that they were thinking ahead. Now that they're, they're going to release the Xbox version of the Pro BFG with the ability to swap out the modules for the Hall Effect modules. And they're going to release that, you know, in uh, first quarter of 2024. So. So even now I have a better appreciation for what Victrix has done by way of introducing certain controllers and, and even the controllers that do not have whole effects, you know, and Victrix uh, controllers, I don't have any issues with those controllers. I, I mean, have any They either. just work. Yeah,
1: they just work, man. And we need reliable tech, you know, we can't have stuff given up on us while we're making content, playing games with friends, you know, no matter whether you're, you know, hardcore professional esports gamer, or you're just the average, you know, dad playing some video games, or a kid on the weekends, you know, whatever it may be, um, you want your gear to work, you want it to last, and you want it to be, you know, it, it's nice if it's affordable, but when you pay this premium, you do expect quality. Right. You don't expect to spend a hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars, and then have this, you know, crap out before the end of the year, <laughs> you know.
0: No, this is definitely the the standard uh, moving forward. Even you know in twenty twenty four, yes, we're at the top of the year right now, and we know that a lot of companies are either trademarking certain words, right? Anti drift, I think, is trademarked by by Turtle <laughs> Beach, and yeah. you know Hall of Effects. You'll find a lot of companies like you know GameSir and some of the other brands that you mentioned, you know A Bit Do, and, and and even now. You know, that's becoming more of a standard, you know, that we see. And then the other thing, too, is like when when Microsoft decided to say, hey, if this controller is not designed for Xbox, then, you know, we're not going to allow you to use it on a platform. Even that was interesting. So so what else is on your radar, man, when it comes to all this stuff?
1: Um, I mean, I'm definitely looking for that. I'm concerned about triggers and their reliability. So having a hall effect, uh, triggers as well, where you're not relying on like springs and all sorts of other things that, you know, degrade over time. Um, that can be something that wears out the bumpers can wear out too. And so I'm always looking for quality on that front. Um, I think The uh, being able to remap buttons is another standard that we're starting to see even on the lower end priced controllers, you know, I think we're just starting to see everybody that makes a controller has an app, you know, for better or worse, you might have a bunch of different apps on your computer now um, for each controller that you need to make tweaks with. But I see that as a win because that's a win for accessibility uh, when you have to change up buttons or you have to make something comfortable for your experience um i think that's that's an accessibility feature that's really powerful um being able to switch profiles is another one i think the game has that as well you can say four profiles and a lot of these controllers will have that so i think that's that's a really powerful thing to have as well
0: yeah i think the other thing that um, i'm definitely looking forward to is the the different versions of the controllers you know, within, you know, like the the Hall Effect, you know, situation, right? So sir has, you know, some great controllers, but I think that if I can't swap out a tall stick, you know, on one side, and you know what I mean, if I can't do that part, then mm. there's just certain controllers I'm not really going to look at. So one of the things I like about, you know, the Gambit or the Pro BFG, you can make a tall stick on the right side especially if you're you know precision precision aiming type of person right and mm-hmm. i think those things are absolutely necessary when you know you're playing you know like you know fps and you know, all those different types of titles but if the controller both sticks are either let's just say for a, a controller type asymmetrical but both of the sticks are the same height that doesn't work that's mm-hmm. not that's not going to work and I think that you know I'm very like low, main- low maintenance when it comes to a lot of these things because I just want the standard features that are necessary. I don't I don't even need like as I know you were saying that you know the Hall effect triggers. You know I don't have a reason to like say I want them right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I do understand that um, uh, the grinding of the potentiometers, um, that's bad. And I don't want to keep buying a new controller because of that. Right. So. Absolutely. So that issue is going to be fixed for me once they release the modules for the Pro BFG. So that that problem is solved. Right. But looking at like um, triggers and stuff like that. I've never I don't even recall having a controller. That broke down because of the triggers. Hmm. You know, I think that's that's really rare. I think it is. Yeah, the last controller I really had challenges with was the C40. Yeah, same. Yeah, outside of that, I think a lot of things that that we've seen, especially the the different controls that you've reviewed and checked out, they're getting to a point where they're just as strong um, over time as a keyboard. Right. Yeah, we're just using a different peripheral because we prefer you know, the controller versus the keyboard when it comes to like, you know, our, our gaming time on Steam and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I'm just excited, man. I think there's, there's a lot to look forward to in this technology, but you know, I, I can say with confidence if you're making a controller this year and it doesn't have Hall effects in it, you're not going to make a lot of money this year. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just being it's so
1: good to see this not be a niche anymore because this used to just be a niche where it was like you and me are just buying two or three of these controllers that are in the market that can do this that have hall effect technology and now it's like kind of going mainstream and i yeah. like that that's beautiful yeah.
0: no it, it is definitely beautiful so so i'm looking forward to uh, the modules for the pro BFG, you know, I'm definitely excited about that. And I mean, I'm even tempted to get a game, controller, man. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm yeah. tempted. I'm tempted to get one of their controllers, but I think that I do need uh, the stick height to be adjustable in some way, shape or form before I invest in in that arena. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you got them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I think that, um, from what I've seen, you know their their controllers are are really really good, and I think there was some there was another company. I, I don't I don't think it was Snakebite. I think it was another company that that's actually investing in in Hall Effects as well. But you know I'm gonna look for it again, um, so I can actually put it in the um, in the notes. But I think maybe I could do that right now in real time. Um, okay, it is Snakebite. So Snakebite has. Mm and I'll send that over to you as well so snake bite yeah. uh, they have um you know a 0% stick drift 100% skill uh snake bite <laughs> with a y and um I'll send that over to you and their controllers look really good right designed for Xbox you know all that stuff but the issue right now is when I was looking at it I didn't see adjustable um uh, sticks so Maybe I just need to dive in a little bit bit deeper on that website. But I didn't see a controller that had like an adjustable stick where the stick would be taller on the right side for me. That's how I play. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, with I can't go back to the sticks being exactly the same height. I just can't. I just can't do it, man.
1: Oh, this is interesting. That is an interesting design to it.
0: Okay. And it looks really good. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, it looks really good. And I think that, you know, we're gonna see a lot of companies. Um, so if you're you're listening to this, uh it's snakebite.com and that is BYT. Okay. Um and it looks really good. Actually, I'm just going to make sure it doesn't play. It just doesn't play the audio as we're recording this. But yeah, it looks really good. And just another option that we have. So you mentioned, you know, for those who are going to be listening to this. So you mentioned um, what well, well, we talked about, Pro BFG, right? The Xbox version mm-hmm. that's coming out uh top of this year, uh, first quarter of 2024. The modules for the Hall of Effects are coming out for that. Uh, controller as well as going to be compatible with the pro bfg the playstation version so there's that you've mentioned 8-bit do right mm-hmm. uh, game sir and you've also mentioned um a couple other ones you, you want to mention those real quick uh
1: gully kit the uh, gully kit yeah gully kit king kong pro 2
0: mm-hmm. yeah what what's the difference um i don't know if you looked into the third one because i know they have a new version out right yeah i haven't
1: what? i haven't dove in yet you think you're going to in a near future? I I could see it happening, man, because that was a a high quality investment and I enjoyed everything they delivered on that. And I think the three, uh, it comes with four paddles on the back. So kind of like the Xbox Elite controller has those little paddles that you can remove or put on. Um, you've got your uh hair triggers. Um yeah deep, detachable swappable remappable um smart trigger switch between analog triggers and digital triggers yeah it's it's definitely and of course hall effect joysticks and triggers and they have a patented maglev vibration motor so i mean <laughs> i don't know they're taking it to the next level with the with the pro 3 so maybe that's something to look into
0: yeah I love what they did with Steam because steam you're able to solder because um, they have a kit you know for the steam deck and I'm sure you know especially those who are you know super you know steam users with the steam deck, that's something that you're going to have to do in the future because if you're going to be putting the hours in that particular device, you're going to run into you know stick drift at some point. So the fact that they have a kit for that, I think it's really good. I think another thing that they should consider doing is uh, selling a Steam Deck that already has it built in. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. yeah, because some people aren't going to take the time, you know, to learn how to solder and actually do that. So that's
1: that's a hard little learning curve
0: there for sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, no, I think it's exciting stuff, man. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I I think with the
1: king kong pro 3 um what i'm seeing here is that they're just taking what they learned on the previous controller innovating on that and i'm very excited about that and it works with winton windows switch android ios so i mean compatibility is also king across a lot of these controllers i haven't seen one that's like universal so you end up kind of having to buy one for the switch one for the xbox one for the playstation so and some of those will have compatibility across pc but i i just yeah like you said i can't see us buying a controller at any point ever again unless it has all effects in it it's very it's very uh cut and dry here and also uh, the last comment i don't think we got into this was that uh with these uh magnets as opposed to potentiometers we are introducing near zero lag here you're you're not going to have any lag with this stuff basically yeah it's So it's the precision good is there man
0: <laughs> yeah 100% 100% yeah and we'll we'll end on that man